looking back now, mm. you think it's not normal and it's, it's a lot to take in for someone of that age. But mm. as you said, when you're living it, when you're young, mm. it was the norm. Sometimes winter, we used to just get together in the, in the garden, chop it up, get the jerk pan out, literally just chill. And we used to just, yeah, cook. Mm. We literally just cook. And we just thought, you know what? We can just start selling this, like mm. real small scale to family, friends, couple people that might want it. Like mm. we didn't see it as like a scalable business. We weren't mm. thinking like that. It was just, mm. we can make a bit of money doing something we like and we love. Monday, police and fire brigade pulled up at my house like you got to stop times when we thought you know what this is long everything's against us yeah it hit us mm. quite deep mm. it was unexpected as well been a hard year for the family but we just wanted to do something to kind of dedicate that to my dad he was just mm. a big believer of the brand Elfridges is <laughs> it has taught us so much about I feel like it's put our brand on a bit of a pedestal where mm. and you know what it is we was only yeah. supposed to be there for four weeks we've actually had a franchise offer and we declined it could have took the money and just when that went out, I had people in my area, like they were calling me like, Troy's a millionaire, Troy's a millionaire. <laughs> I, I did not want that narrative to get too <laughs> out of hand. Talking about 2022, which obviously was last year, right? Yeah. That you were projected to make 2.5 million. Did you achieve that yeah. target? Yeah. yeah. What's the 2023 target? You're not defined by where you, where you come 100%. from. Yeah. And I think that's a big message that I always yeah. want to tell people like. Like you have to be able to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like be comfortable with being uncomfortable. When you grow up in ends, you don't realise it when you're confident, but you have an audacity to do things that ordinarily most people wouldn't be able to do. Welcome back to the Takeaway Experience. We have a special guest in the building. Trey, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you, sir. How are you? I'm good. Why did you call me, sir? <laughs> I feel like that's my thing now. That's, that's my, your thing now, that's, yeah? That's <laughs> How you doing? You right? Yeah, I'm all good, man. It's been it's been a long time since I've actually recorded a podcast, so it's been it's good to be speaking to you today because I've you've been on my radar for a while, Ooh. and we've been trying to do this for, <laughs> for, for a long time. You said that you're going to tell me the story yeah, as yeah. to why. I think it was supposed to be originally last year October. Yeah, around that October yeah, November. Yeah. yeah, but before we get into that, who who is Troy? Troy is the founder of co-founder of Sweet D's Jerk, formerly Juicy Jerk. Um, six years in now, so it's been a very, very interesting, long, long story. Yeah, <laughs> and I, see, I was gonna say juicy jerk, sweetie. Mm, yeah, I still, yeah, I still yeah. made that mistake. Yeah, now, trust you. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think the whole team makes that mistake. But yeah, it's we're transitioning. Mm. It's obviously we've done a rebrand, what six months ago now. Mm. So yeah, we're in that period of kind of transitioning the name, but. And I like the rebrand as well. It's, it's got a nice thing, but we, we'll definitely yeah. get into that. And the food is amazing, as I've been telling you, like offline. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about your story. Uh, where are your parents from? Um, Jamaica. So my mum's born and bred Kingston, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. My dad's born in Clapham, but like he's the only sibling in his family that was actually born in the UK. So like everyone in my family's born in Jamaica. Okay, man. Mm. What about you? Were you were you born there? No, nah, I was born in Tooting, in South London. Born and bred in Tooting. Yeah. <laughs> and what was it like, like growing local, up in Tooting for you? Um, it's changed a lot. It's changed mm. a lot. Now it's like a real foodie central kind of area which is good for us i'm mm. um, good for the area but back in the days it was a little rough but it had character to it man so mm. I'm, I'm definitely grateful of, of growing up in Tooting, man yeah and how did you find that from from your perspective growing up in Tooting? since like seeing the change in that yeah it's, it's, it's interesting i feel like a lot of areas are getting uh what's the word gentrified now mm. obviously it's it's a good thing sometimes it's a bad thing as you as you know it's, it's it, it comes with its positives and its mm. negatives but um it's good to see 
tooting on the map now. I feel like tooting's mm. getting some recognition and mm. coming from tooting back in the day to seeing it now, it's yeah, something to be a proud, yeah, proud of. Yeah. Did you go to school in the area too? Yeah, Ernest Bevin. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. We were we, we saying like? this. We were saying this. Ernest Bevin. We were literally saying this on the way here. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was rough. Still. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough school, yeah? It, it was rough. Okay. To make out of Bevin, like, trust me, you had to have some character. Really? You had to have something about you and... I'm forever grateful to, to go to that school, man. It's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's was, crazy. What were you rough. like in school? Were you were you one of the was, wrong ones or nah, the nah, good nah, ones? Nah. You know what? I was, I was. I always liked school, so I liked learning. From a young age, I've always liked learning. Mm. So, but in school, I was kind of like a disruptor. So if I done my work, then I would just start behaving. Really? That's, yeah, I was one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those guys. Why do you think you were doing that? I don't know, man. You don't, don't know. know. You I just like know. attention. Yeah. And that. <laughs> 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 not that I like attention, but it was more like. Obviously, we knew what we was doing. So mm. once we done what what we had to do, then we kind of just yeah yeah just yeah that's mad. Yeah, looking back on it, do you think you would go back to that school? That yeah, hundred percent. You would hundred percent. Mad. All mad, boys mad. school as well. Yeah. So it was an all boys yeah, school. When you go to all boys school, man, the the dynamics different. Yeah, you have to. I feel like you always haven't had to prove yourself. Mm. When you're young, man, it's you look back at it now. You a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. And why do you feel like at that time, I guess, where are you getting pressure from your parents like to really do good in your education? Or I, that, like, I feel like, like my parents, they weren't really on me mm. like that. Um, I've come, luck, not luckily, I shouldn't say luckily, um, I'm grateful because I've come from a household of both my mum and my dad. Mm. So I feel like I've had that family unit. We've had that family mm. unit from a, from a young age. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of motivated me more than anything. Mm. But um, yeah, they were, they were hard on me, but not mm. too hard. Mm. To the point where they kind of like scared me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it. It's crazy because I feel like, from my perspective, yeah, my parents were on me. On you, they were. Yeah, on you. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. They wanted me originally wanted me to be a doctor. I was like, nah, okay. I'm gonna do okay. law, and yeah, then I did yeah. end up doing law either as well. My school was was kind of rough. Yeah. Like, when I look back, it's <laughs> it was the best in Southwark. Yeah. But the best in Suffolk is... still can a bit ropey sometimes. Yeah, when I think about it, like, I mean, in year seven, what are we, like... Okay, there was a guy in year eight that got... <laughs> let me just say, mm-hmm. got attacked. Yeah. yeah, he got attacked. And when you think about it, that's a 12-year-old. Yeah, you know, yeah. But back then, you're thinking, oh, yeah, that's normal. like... Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of normal, it's yeah, normalised. Yeah. But when you think about it, a 12-year-old getting yeah, it's attacked... Crazy. It's crazy. We, we had a lot of people from our school, yeah. like, murdered. Is it? Yeah, like a lot. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy, like how you normalize a lot of them kind of stuff, and you ju- kind of just shrug it off. Yeah, and like, okay, yeah, it's just, just a on, part of move, growing move up. On to the to it's the not next normal, day. But yeah, I yeah, guess it was yeah. yeah. How, how did you find that, like that kind of environment? That's what I, f- I feel like looking back now, mm. you think it's not normal, and it's it's a lot to take in for someone of that age. But mm. as you said, when you're living it, when you're young, mm. yeah, it, it didn't seem like. The, it was the norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mad. But yeah, I guess it, it shapes a lot of us <laughs> for who we are today. So yeah. I wouldn't change anything about my past. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So at what point did you did you go to end up going to university or anything like that? Yeah, so I went. College? I went to um, I went college. Went mm. Richmond College. Then mm. I went to. You went to a good college for, yeah, for apparently the yeah, rough school that you went but to. It was one of those. <laughs> bait colleges, like everyone it is bait. What, Richmond, yeah. like, that's mm. that's like the cool college to go to. So I feel like. It wasn't even based on like anything to do with the 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 goodness of the college. But um yeah, I went to Richmond College, mm. then I went to uh, Brunel, dropped out because okay. I was do- I was doing uh, a course that just wasn't me. Mm. What was the course? I was doing Did journalism. Okay. Yeah. Can you picture yourself being a journalist? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Getting stories from all my family. Yeah. You know? nah. But no. <laughs> um I was doing journalism for I think mm. two just under two years. Mm. 
It's a good. It was a, it was a good uni. Brunel's a really good uni. Um, I was living up there. That taught me a lot, yeah. lot of independence. But yeah, I just realized that journalism wasn't for me. I've never really been motivated by money, but when I found out like the average wages of a journalist and what they have to do to get there, I said, nah, nah, nah. It's not for you, yeah. Um, ended up going to Kingston University mm. like a year later. In that year, I was just like working lots of different jobs. Yeah. I was working for Waitrose for like six years. But um, went to Kingston Uni, studied, what I studied? Media, communications and politics. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so I graduated. I don't even know the year now, but graduated from Kingston. Wow. And then, yeah, that's, okay, that's so how did you get start. from there to, <laughs> to where I am now? Yeah, to like cooking. Yeah. Like, so, like, where did that come from? Like, the, the whole aspect of the uh, cooking? I was working, I remember I was working for a mm. company called Haymarket, and I just wasn't happy. Like, it was, a, it was like a graduate job kind of thing. And I was just thinking, like, is this what like, I studied for? Yeah. Like. <laughs> you <laughs> picture yourself yeah. with 10 years in it, you're like, is this Something what my life's going to be like? And yeah. Seriously, truthfully, like, I think I was one of the only black males in that office and mm. subconsciously, it does a lot. You think it's, mm. it's, 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 it's normal, you being like the minority and yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot for me at the time, especially. Mm. So I was only there for about six months and I ended up leaving. Again, I was working Waitrose part-time doing delivery driving, mm. just doing anything to make to, to make yeah. ends meet. And then, yeah, like, the light, it wasn't really a light bulb moment at the time. It was myself, my brother, a couple of our friends. Every summer, sometimes winter, we used to just get together in the, in the garden, chop it up, get the jerk pan out, literally just chill, mm. music, vibes. And we used to just, yeah, cook. Mm. We literally just cook. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. literally we used to just cook. Mad, and mad. then one summer we kind of just thought, you know what, like, Especially in Tooting, Brixton has like we saying like Southeast, Southwest. I feel don't have a big Caribbean, good Caribbean food. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so. Sorry if I'm offending anyone, <laughs> but <laughs> South people even, are gonna come for you. Yeah, even till today, I don't yeah. think Southwest is quite there. Okay. In terms of Caribbean food offering, aside from Brixton, aside from Brixton, aside, aside from, Brixton. from Brixton, yeah. There's okay. yeah, even okay. yeah, there's a lot in Brixton. It's got yeah. a lot of got the true flavors, yeah. all all of that, but. Tooting especially, there was nothing. Mm. And we just thought, you know what? We can just start selling this, like, mm. real small scale to family, friends, couple people that might want it. Mm. And that was, yeah, how we, one summer we just started just mm. putting it on Snapchat, started selling it like that. Okay, and that's that was that started in, like, your... I, I read that it started in your mum's kitchen. Yeah. Like, mom, 2017, yeah, right? yeah, literally my house, yeah. Mad, my house. mad, mad, mad. Yeah, what, was, what was your mum saying? Was she happy about that? I, like, I, you I, taking was, out I remember my mum used to get on to me because, obviously, I, I left my job mm. and I was, like, working. Let's just call it not... Mm. Like, it wasn't a graduate job. And then when I told her I'm doing this, she was like, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> and, like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know, but... Trust me, the vision's there, in it? But mm. at first, it wasn't a means. Like, if I could say six years later, we would be here sitting like this, I would never, I could never picture mm. that because it was just so small scale where we were just, yeah, just, just offering food to, to yeah. the local community mm. at a cheap price. It wasn't, yeah. Nothing okay, deep. mad. So what was it at that point? Was it like, okay, people come to the house, to your house? Yeah. Or so, you're delivering to like people? Yeah, in the both, car? literally. We you're were, doing both? Not, not with car, <sighs> bike walking like literally we <laughs> depending where that person was trying That's to get crazy. that food i remember we used to <laughs> deliver to like my friend used to work in halford so he used to like get lunches for all his friends mm. so I, I would ride literally my bike because it was around the corner to halford's 
give him the food, get the money, mm. come back. Jarrell's on the jerk pan. Jarrell, we got another order. I need five jerk meals ready for when I that come was, back. That That's, yeah, we were literally running it like that. It was crazy. People will come collect. And I think it got to a point my mum was thinking like, yeah, what, what are you guys doing there? Because people are like parking their cars outside my house. Mm. We used to only do Wednesdays. I think we started doing it Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm. So every Wednesday and Friday, we knew like, it will get a bit of traction yeah. now. It's getting a bit busy. Okay. Mm. That's mad. I read as well that you started with £500. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. I know that That's seems cheap. like a... Like a <laughs> was it, it was wasn't it, a, Do you it think was... it was cheap for you at the time? No, because it wasn't... Like, mm. we didn't see it as like a scalable business. We weren't mm. thinking like that. It was just, mm. we can make a bit of money doing something we like and we love. Okay. So you I mean, saw it as a side hustle? Yeah, kind of side hustle. It was okay. all working still. I remember we bought a couple of fryers. We had the jerk pan already. Um, I remember we bought a phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we was literally using Snapchat. I remember making a menu on notes. We looked at the prices the other day and I think we were selling a jerk, rice and peas with a fruit punch for £2.50, mm. something like that. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. That's crazy. Two menu items, two days a week. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's where it started, man. That's mad. So where did that like love for cooking like come from? Was that something, I know that you said that like you were doing it like your friends on a yeah. Sunday, but like the love of cooking and learning how to yeah, cook because obviously yeah, not everybody's yeah. a no, great course. cook right I feel like that's come from like my mum mm. um, both my parents but my mum especially from a young age we've just always been cooking with her mm. obviously if you're if you're Caribbean Jamaican like mm. Sundays Sunday dinner's a big thing in it it's mm. like everyone comes together yeah. cooks even till this day we all come around the table my mum makes sure the food is on that table ready to eat and I feel like that's just a big part of like who we are yeah culture but yeah, mm, I love that. I love yeah. that because I feel like, not that it's looked down upon that men mm. shouldn't cook, mm. but I love that it's man them cooking. Yeah, Because I think it's, it's, it's important. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right? of like, course, just, of course. You know what I mean? Break that narrative, innit? Like, we can exactly. do it Exactly. And the food's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the food's Hope good. So, but yeah, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. No, I like, I, I like that. Do you feel like you had to, because obviously, clearly, you guys got traction. You yeah. got a lot of like yeah. support, right? Yeah, as yeah, well yeah, behind yeah. you. And you talk a lot about like community as well. Like, what what do you think? You know, created that that traction behind the brand initially. I would say just staying true to the community, always staying true mm. to your people, your 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 followers. From from early, we we kind of realized that we wouldn't be in a certain position without yeah. our customers or people supporting us. So mm. you just always got to give back no matter kind of what, in what form that may be, mm. and just kind of just stay true to to what, obviously it wasn't a brand at the time, mm. but just kind of stay true to what that purpose was. Yeah, yeah. So what happened with Selfridges? How did you get to that point? Like, Ooh, why did Selfridges you... is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was the journey to, the journey to, to get into like, Selfridges? From Selfridges, so we started Selfridges in um, 2021. Okay, so, so the, about the, four, what, four years later. Four years later, yeah. yeah four years. years later. So were you doing all of that for four years? Yeah. So no, no, there was we had we've had a few other things. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a few other things. Yeah. After we left, our mum eventually kicked us out the house. She, she's like, okay, get out of the house. Enough, like, yeah. Silly, like, <laughs> one of my neighbors. Yeah. Called the fire brigade. <laughs> really? We had well, my neighbors. Well, they're just the worst neighbors, bro. Neighbors from hell. So they they hated on you. The jerk smell. The... They, they they couldn't take the smoke. Really? They're calling the fire brigade. The police. I remember one day, police and fire brigade pulled up at my house. Like you got to stop. Like, stop what cooking? Yeah, stop cooking. That. <laughs> stop stop cooking. So yeah, obviously my dad was like, you know what? Listen, I'm always gonna 
support you lot's journey, but mm. yeah, you lot got to find somewhere else okay. to do your thing. Okay, okay. We ended up renting a house in Stratton. Mm. Um, then we started doing the same thing there. It was a big house with a big garden. And the sole purpose was to grow the business in that house. Um, we was there for a year. We ended up getting kicked out of there as well because we were running a commercial business from a residential home. Okay. <laughs> so okay. the landlord not... was like, nope, nah, like you got to go. Nah. Wow. At that point, that's when we realised like, yeah, we got to get serious about this mm. now. So that's when we found ourselves like a commercial kitchen. Mm. Um, it was a shared kitchen. So it was my friend's kitchen. So she owns a kitchen in Garrett Lane, mm. uh, which is like Wandsworth. Um, that's the first time it was like on delivery okay. apps. So like that's what we was like on uh, Uber Eats, okay. Deliveroo. Yeah. Um, and that kind of saw us hit like a new market now. So kind of elevated us where before we was kind of serving friends, family, people who ring our phone. Now we're, we're proper packaging meals, sending mm. it out. And I feel like that was like the first milestone of the business. Okay. Probably about a year, year and a half later. Mad, mad. How did you feel like when you were doing that? Was that stressful at that time? Because obviously you're having to like deliver whenever. Yeah. What were you doing the same like we Wednesday, still, Saturday? No, same. that's when we started. I think we started doing more days okay. like Wednesday to Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So we started picking up more days. Yeah. Them times there was just myself and Jarrell. Mm. We used to wrote my little sister, and I remember this. She was in school at the time. When she used to finish school, show up. Listen, <laughs> we need you in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> come home. Was, like, forget forget having fun with your friends. Like. Yeah. So, yeah, we used to, like, really pull in, like, family, friends. Mm. And, yeah, to this day, man, I'm grateful because we wouldn't be here without yeah. them. Um, That's mad. But, yeah, that was definitely a milestone mm. in the, the commercial kitchen side yeah. of things. Um, I think a few months later, we, got, uh, we started going into pop-ups and events. Okay. Cause we started thinking earlier on, sorry, early on we realized that private catering was like a, it yeah. was it was good for the mm. for the business and mm. for like for the cash flow. Um, I'm saying cash flow at the time, it, I didn't know, yeah, the word didn't cash know what cash flow. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now looking back at it, yeah, yeah. for cash flow, okay. um, yeah, we had like private events from like small companies, and then we kind of just focused on that because that was like yeah, we're cooking for fifty people, mm. and we know exactly what we need to make. Here's your quote. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. Um, yeah, so that was like the first kind of light bulb moment. Yeah. So how did you feel like, how, like, why did you, I guess, my question is thinking like, why did you continue? Because a lot of people will, will, would see, okay, the business is kind of, we're not being kicked mm. out of mom's house. Yeah, not, they stopped, they, listen, there's been so much yeah. times when we thought, you know what, this is long. Like, yeah. everything's against us. But I feel like this kind of, and I've got to shout out my parents for that, man. I feel mm. like, kind of just instilled in us is just that you don't give up man if you're mm. starting something and you want to go through with it mm. just just crack on kind of thing i know okay. i know it sounds easier than it is but yeah. if you give up you give up if you don't yeah. you don't mm. and that's something that you took away from yeah, them, right? man, yeah that support i love definitely. that man i love that so how did the selfridges part come in after like the commercial kitchen? yeah so obviously after um lockdown was a big thing because obviously a couple years later we started getting some real big clients we was in um Box Park Croydon. Okay. Um, a place called... Oh, were you? Yeah, it was okay. in Box Park Croydon. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was crazy. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Was man. you in it, like one of the inside parts? Or? Yeah, inside. So we, okay. we, we used a three-month contract in there. So okay. like a real pop-up. Oh, that's it. But yeah, pro, yeah, the, the brand was received well there. Mm. Um, we was at a place called Mercato Metropolitano. Mm -hmm. It's like a street food market in mm -hmm. Elephant Castle. Okay. So uh, like, oh, yeah. I think I know the area. That mm, it's like Borough. Yeah, like Borough. Yeah. But... Right. um. We were doing both at the time. Mm. And I remember when COVID came, 
the whole business kind of came to a halt because we had bookings, mm. like event bookings, just kind of disappear overnight. Mm. And then obviously what we done was we left our street food markets because lockdowns, lockdown, mm. no one was really going out. Mm. Um, but luckily we had the, the delivery side of things, like all the delivery Uber Eats. And then yeah. we were talking about this before we launched the meal kits. And I feel like off the back of meal kits, we kind of had like a popularity in the brand. And okay. yeah, a friend of mine was like, have you ever thought about going to different places? And he introduced me to one of the buyers at Selfridges. Okay. Um, shout so out, that's how that happened. Yeah, shout out Adrian, man. He's, okay. he's a buyer at Selfridges and he, mm. he champions black owned businesses till this day. It was funny, I was on a... Um, I was on a talk with him the other day mm. and we both saw each other like it was like one of those proper mm. <laughs> that was mad. one of those moments yeah, it was like yeah. you've helped me come here yeah. and now we're in the same kind of room together so yeah. yeah that was a special moment but um yeah he introduced me to adrian and yeah it was it was about it took about nine months to onboard on board yeah, what does that mean like, to like onboard documents to, and docu- all that sort of stuff. health and safety really? selfridges is <laughs> it has taught us so much about yeah the industry man it's it's hard till this day two years later it's challenging it's demanding yeah but it's i feel like it's put our brand on a bit of a pedestal where Mm. in terms of like even professionalism internally it's made us change so much Mm. um i mean selfish isn't it yeah i mean it's got that prestige right that's what i'm saying and you know what it is was only supposed to be there for four weeks really yeah it was a four-week pop-up so we're, we're going in there like yeah myself my brother my sister a couple of our staff members Mm. will do it ourselves and then it just went off, like off. We had queues, literally, bro. No word of a lie, going to Oxford Circus, so mm. literally, like straight from the side really? all the way. And we're thinking, like, how are we dealing with this? Tomorrow? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, we are out of our depths right now. <laughs> and yeah, like they saw it. We ended up getting like a three month contract, still smashing it. And then yeah, two years later, we've got a full-time concessions agreement and wow what's that mean like full-time concession so agreement? it just means that we're, we're literally a, unless we leave yeah okay we're, we're in, we're in that's amazing man well done thank you and that's, that's it that started from a from a four week that's crazy up, do you did you ever think that you guys would ever get to that to that part or that level let's say um when you started off in mom's kitchen no <laughs> no i wouldn't you know i wouldn't i wouldn't just yeah as you said like even just being in the buildings of selfridges and mm. catering for the 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 caliber of clients that we cater for now on a weekly basis sometimes it's like you got to really just sit down and pinch mm. yourself kind of moment but as we were saying before i think it's got to be humble like yeah i'm humble but my brother's even more humble than me i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not the humble one when it comes to Jarrell. so nah when it, <laughs> when it comes to that seriously i think staying humble has got us to where we are today yeah so, you know, another thing, right? Like, because obviously now that you scaled and you told me you're not working in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. So talk to me about like trusting somebody else to other people. It's to, hard, like, man. It's hard. Carry the mantle for yeah. you. Yeah. I think that goes across many areas of the business now mm. where <clears throat> we're at a point where we physically can't always be working in the business if we mm. want to scale it. I think we've got about 35 staff members. Okay. Um. And it started from you two to thirty five. Yeah, wow, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And we've got and that we've got about ten people in our management management team. We like to call it, which mm. is like not working um, every day, like day to day. But um, it's hard. You got to put in the right processes to make sure that that brand doesn't 
get compromised, your mm. products, as you said, like mm. the food's good and working to make sure your food is consistent every day is mm. a challenge, mm. especially when you've got a lot of people that they can walk into a place and not care about the brand yeah. or the people. Yeah. But I feel like it's down to us to make sure that you kind of have to have that trust and mm. believe in that person to execute your mm. vision. Mm. Have you found that the hiring process? It's getting harder. <laughs> It's yeah. getting harder. Since okay. COVID, trust me, it's getting harder. Like what, like what, what's hard about, harder about it? Is it like the people just want yeah, money or is it like... Generally with the hospitality industry, mm. they say like a lot of people decided to go back home after COVID. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Didn't return. So a lot of people that want jobs now are... This is, doesn't this sounds a bit mad, but yeah, people want higher wages and they actually want to work less. So, maybe, I mean, come maybe, on, that's goals, yeah, isn't it? That's goals, that's right? That's true, I guess so. I guess you, <laughs> yeah. can't, you can't knock them. You can't knock them, but... Oh, yeah, I can't. Find, <laughs> finding the right person sometimes, yeah, it's it's definitely harder. But you, you definitely have to work a bit harder now to, to find the right people. Mm. And you've got to kind of... You've got to work with them a bit more. Mm. It's, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, but yeah. it's yeah. a challenge. How are you finding it from your perspective, though? What do you mean? Like... Like, cause obviously, like you're doing it as a as a business person, you've seen seen the growth, and obviously, you've I guess you've hired people from like like prior to COVID, and then after COVID, and you've seen the business grow. I guess mm. how have you seen that? How have you found that for yourself personally? I would say personally, what I like to do now is kind of tap into your own network mm. to find people. I feel like we've had a lot of success with. I'll give you an example, like our old graphic designer who like created our logo um mm. she now works with us so mm. like we we kind of like spot sat her down and said mm. like you've always believed in a brand she knows the brand and now leanne she's our head of creative so she works on like brand partnership she does all the graphic design mm. she's got a real love for the brand and i feel like finding people like that yeah who actually believe in the the brand i feel like yeah man that's that's the way to go i love that so it's a family-run business. I'm for wondering, like, investment. Why did you like look for investment like early on? Like, why did you decide to just like? Do you know what? Like, I would in? say probably the first two two years, we we didn't even know what investment was. We was just mm. we don't come from a business background, and even now, when myself and Jarrell, we go to certain like networking events and things like that, we realize a lot of people in the hospitality industry, they've come from like finance or mm. they've come from money mm. and we're just there like <laughs> we've come from retail and yeah. university and it's just it's yeah we've definitely you can see that we've definitely come from different walks of life to a lot mm. of people who own restaurants but investment is something that you've got to be real careful about because mm. it can obviously grow your business to to great heights but i've seen a few examples where it can real yeah it can yeah, because you got like a not a target on your back, but they want yeah, you to like you, do. You got people to stuff, answer right? to, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. If you take the wrong amount of money, yeah. the wrong the wrong um, lender, yeah, because there's 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 a few there's a few ways you can yeah go wrong. Do you think you? Were, I can't, obviously can't speak for your, your your brother and your sister, but do you think you guys would consider selling the business? <laughs> you know the reason why I asked you that is because like. I'm seeing a lot of narrative right now where people, black people are not liking black people selling their business. Yeah, I don't think there's, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Mm. I'm on the fence. Okay, let me be real. I'm on the fence. But I don't, do you know what I mean? I feel like, well, what business is it recently that happened with? 
My, my wife told me Gla- Gra- Grassfields is that called? That's what it's called. It's like it was like a Jennifer. You might know it. You might know it. It's like a um, fashion brand, black owned fashion brand, and okay. it's been sold. It's no no longer black owned. It was a little. It's a little bit of compromise, yeah. and yeah, people are and then, and going it's crazy. Only... Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. under certain circumstances, mm. yeah, they had kind of sold part of the business. I feel yeah, like the whole. Yeah word of black ownership is mm. it's, it's it's very vast man because <laughs> you've got arguments saying if you sell the business you have to be like 51 percent shareholder for it to still be <laughs> okay. black owned mm. um as we grow we know that we're gonna have to mm. give away equity to grow the brand yeah but 100%. that's different to obviously selling a brand um we've actually had a franchise off what <laughs> just while it over there have we, you we're talking about this we had it what two years ago now and we declined it. Okay. So we could have, yeah, we could have took the money and just, yeah, just. Well, f- was it from like a very well-known? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I signed the NDA, so I'm not allowed to actually okay. disclose. Wait, that okay. Was. Because you, de- okay. Yeah, okay, okay. but. Mad. <laughs> I could have been, not chilling, but I could have been, <laughs> I could have been chilling a little bit more okay. than I am now. Yeah. Why, but, why do you not go for it? Do you know what it is? We're a family business mm. and more than ever, I guess we'll talk about the rebrand in a minute, but more than ever, we're trying to put this new, what we like to call it, new generation of Caribbean food on the map. I feel mm. like our food, especially, um, doesn't get the the recognition and the the approval that it should do. Because you mm. see, Mexican food now mm. is it's, it's, it's commercial. Yeah, that's Indian true. food's been in this country for for that's years and years. True, but yeah. people love going to the Caribbean. But when it comes to like our food, especially with restaurants, mm. it's we're not really where we should be. And mm. I feel like. As a personal, because we've grown it from such something so small, I feel like we we owe it to mm. our culture to to make sure we get it to that level before we even think yeah. about yeah. selling or or watering it down. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Why do you, why do you think that is the case with Caribbean food? Because obviously, when you go to carnival, yeah. <laughs> it's a big thing. Do you know what it is? I feel yeah. like we've got a lot of takeaways. Mm. You know, when you sometimes you go to the takeaway, mm. you're getting told they ain't got that closing all types of time you don't know mm. one minute is closing at 12 but i feel like yeah the inconsistencies mm. um i feel like yeah caribbean food and i feel like a lot of there's a lot of brands now and a lot of businesses that are showing caribbean food in a new light there's, yeah there's so many of us and we're working together like i'm in like a group chat with a lot of caribbean food vendors mm. and we're working together like if, if if we can't do a a catering job then i'll recommend it to someone else so that's I feel good. like that yeah. unity is something that we need yeah, that's um, across all sorts of black businesses, yeah. but especially with the hospitality industry because it's hard. Mm. It's hard, man. Okay. So what's the secret sauce of the food? Why does it taste so good? <laughs> <laughs> that's my mum onto us always. You know what it is? Ingredients is a big thing about food. Yeah. A lot of people cut corners when it comes to getting a cheaper supplier or mm. yeah, cutting corners to make more profit. That's one thing that we've never, never folded on. Even when it comes to like, I'll give you an example. Um, we still smoke our chicken. And okay. when you go to Selfridges and you have that wrap, that chicken has been smoked in our central production kitchen. Um, we could cut that out and just cook the chicken in Selfridges in the oven. And we could save s- literally thousands a lot of, of pounds. Yeah, yeah, a lot okay. of money. But that wouldn't be authentic jerk chicken. Mm. So that's why we've made sure that we're still smoking that chicken <clears throat> and we're swallowing that cost of transporting it to Selfridges, mm. then regening the chicken and then making mm. sure that it, when you're eating it, you're still getting that proper 
authentic jerk taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the customer experience is more exactly. important yeah, right? man, than, the, important, than, the, than the profit margin. Yeah. And that. Yeah, because yeah. when we go out to eat, we like to yeah, yeah enjoy, yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah, the experience. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have to give that as well, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing because like the way I see it, right, is like I said, my wife brought the food bare times, right? And to <laughs> me, I'm like, rah, this food is great. And then you remember it. And like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. Whenever you're in, whenever you're working you around yeah. there, so can so you that's, bring that's me the some? Place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, literally, that's what it is. She's saying, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Get me the wrap. Get me the bowl. Da, da, da. And that's it. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, course, you remember that because at the end of the day, I feel like people buy into customer yeah, experiences. Yeah, the story, the brand. Right? Yeah, man. Exactly. It's not it's just, true. you know, mm. trying to cut, cut costs. And I feel like these days when you do, it's like, mm, it's a bit messy. Yeah. And people can clock on quick these days, man. Exactly. People exactly. are not idiots exactly. anymore. They're, they're clocked. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. They're so, on. so what happened with the, the name change? What, why did you decide to change from Juicy Jerk mm. to Sweet Deeds? I'm sure a lot of people yeah. know, know about yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we, we've been Juicy Jerk. We was Juicy Jerk mm. for, what, five years? Um, So, I've, unfortunately, last year, my father passed away. Mm. Um, it was uh, August. So, that's why I've, the last year has been a bit turbulent, mm. especially if we're a family business. Mm. Myself, my brother, my sister, my mum helps out. Um, my auntie actually had selfridges now. Um, but, yeah, okay. it, it, yeah, it hit us mm. quite deep. Mm. It was unexpected as well. Mm. So, um, it's, been a, it's been a hard year for the family. Mm. Um, but, we just wanted to do something to kind of dedicate that to my dad. He was just mm. a big believer of the brand. Yeah, you can. He, I remember back in the day, like he used to, um, he used to help us out with deliveries. Mm. So he used to, Did yeah, he? yeah, he used oh, to help so us out with deliveries. Yeah. Like, oh wait, we could, like, Dad, I need you to take this to Brixton or wherever. Mm. And he used to always do it. And he was still working his full time job, but he just made sure he was helping out his kids in it. So, as a dedication to him, we mm. thought, what, what better than? changing the name and just kind of naming it after him and the name sweet deeds is his name was derek and the story's quite funny like i remember um on his nine night i was talking to one of his best friends mm. and they were like back in his heyday when he was like active on the roads mm. not on the roads but when he was mm. in his heyday they used to call him sweet d okay and that was the first time i've ever heard that mm. and I, for some reason that kind of just stuck with me mm. and then obviously i sat, I sat with, my, with my with my siblings and we was like it feels right. Mm. Um, and transitioning from Juicy Jerk to Sweet D's Jerk, I know not a lot, not everyone will get it because mm. Juicy Jerk was lit. That, mm. That's who we it's are. It's a nice name. Of yeah. course. Sweet D's a nice of name course, too. Of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's more of a transformation yeah. of our history. It's not mm. like we're forgetting Juicy Jerk. Mm. It's We are now Sweet D's. We're a family business. Everything we do now is with family at heart, isn't it? So yeah. that's, that's, that's the vision now. Yeah. What what are some of the key things that you think that you took from your dad? Because obviously you took that you took that name, but I'm mm. sure that a lot of that also meant translating to the brand. Yeah, as well my, my dad was like a he was a real people's person, mm. um, ki kindness man. I know, not just saying that, but yeah, he will always be for other people, always mm. put other people in front of him. And I feel like as a business, it kind of boils down to the whole community thing again, where mm. we we're here to serve our community. We're doing it for Caribbean culture. We're doing it for Caribbean food, yeah. um, and that that comes before our personal wants and needs. So that's why we haven't sold the business for yeah. X amount of money. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, man, now now it's called Sweet D's. Especially my siblings, they won't let me. It's not just me, but we're not selling out. Just even mm. if we had 
a good offer or mm. yeah. Yeah, it's, we're here for the it's, it's, it's a long. You're game. here for the long yeah, term, right? Lot, yeah, it's yeah, a long time, man. Yeah, because I know here that there's the gonna time. be a lot of temptation out yeah, there, right? There is, but like it's good because like you're working with with them. Yeah, it makes if you were by yourself it's a bit. It's yeah, a bit like, it's true. Okay, maybe I will, but yeah. like you've got your support <laughs> yeah, from exactly. them and then the rest of your family yeah. as well and your friends as well involved in the business. That's amazing. Are friends involved in the business as well? As like as as a means of support. Mm. But yes, it's fully fully self funded yeah, family. family business at the yeah. moment. What's it like working your siblings? I've never I've never done a business. Actually, no, that's a lie. I've done I've done, and it's not easy, man. <laughs> I, I, I think you need to ask them that but, um, <laughs> from your perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Obviously, I've worked with my brother closer. Mm. Um, I'll say what the last eighteen months, two mm. years, my sister's really stepped up to kind of be in that manager managerial position. Um, and she's young as well. She's only 21. Yeah. My brother's, what, 33? Correct me if I'm wrong, Jarrell. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's hard. But where we've come from such a tight-knit family, I feel like it's always family first. Mm. So family comes first, no matter what the aim of the business is. Mm. If we're arguing, if if there are times when we're arguing, there are times mm. when I'm sure there's, yeah, they don't like me, I don't like them, but... Mm. On a Sunday, we come together still. Yeah, and but it's not personal. Yeah, it's not it's personal. about business. the business, exactly. not about. Exactly, it's never. I think personal. people forget that it's yeah, not a personal, personal thing. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's not about. It's not about like you or them yeah, yeah, or somebody else. It's about the business. What, in that, and, go. and you just leave it there. Mm. Come home and you're together. And my mum won't let nothing happen. She will say, <laughs> "You lot sort yourself out, like, pattern up." As man, so you talk. I've seen like all across the website the videos. You talk a lot about like family values, right? Yeah. And um, you mentioned that as well, family first. Like, what other, like, family values do you have, like, with the business? And why is it so, like, important? Yeah, I feel like the whole family first kind of trickles down to a lot of what we do. And I feel like that even things like looking after our team and um, keeping that community feeling within as well. I feel mm. like we're a family and everyone that joins the team, we, we want to kind of, like be an extension of our family. Mm. Um, and I feel like once you do that, you kind of get everyone mobilised to just achieve great things. Mm. Yeah, I think like everything kind of stems down to the whole family. I know I keep saying the family, but mm. it's, it is a big part of, of, of what we do. I love that. I love that. Smooth so, as one. So I saw in the numbers game, right, that to help with the growth of the yeah. business as well, right? Like That's my guy. The numbers game... That's I got a funny story for the number. Okay, go on, tell, when it when <laughs> when it was posted, yeah, because I think it was, I think I got the so I won Forbes thirty on the thirty. I think like yeah, a year before yeah before I might be wrong, and that was crazy because I think I had a bit of like an imposter syndrome. Then it was like, why do why why me like this big like when you when you hear Forbes you think like mm. wealth like big big money. Mm. I thought yeah I, I'm not. I rich. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in, I don't Not know. Yet. Yeah, literally, I don't know why I'm in this magazine. But um it was good. It was good. Mm. But the numbers game post when he po when when he contacted me, we done that together. When that went out, I had people in my area like they were calling me like Troy's a millionaire, Troy's a millionaire. I, I did not want that narrative to get too <laughs> out of hand. Too mad, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, but um his platform's amazing. I love yeah. that platform. Mm. Love his platform, but yeah. That I had to kind of like yeah, put, put a bit down. Yeah, I had yeah, to mitigate man. a few things on that yeah. one. Like, no, nah, I ain't made it. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. 
Um, but yeah, it's good, man. Anything, oh anything God. for exposure is good. You know what? It's crazy, right? Because I was even concerned about talking to you about numbers, but I'm going to talk yeah. about it. It's so <laughs> funny. I feel like as a bat person, right? Yeah. You always got to be... No, I don't want to say worry, but you're always like, ah, oh, nah, yeah. I want to like downplay it a little bit because yeah. I don't want... I don't want no problems, yeah, right? You don't be too but at the end of the day, we gotta speak about of these course, things because we wanna normalize it, we wanna yeah. inspire people, wanna yeah. get people, yeah. people there. Yeah. But I do hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's funny. But yeah, like so so on the numbers game, right? I was talking about like utilizing like social media like yeah. influencers, yeah. right? But yeah. like a lot of people try to do that, a lot of businesses try to do mm. that, but they don't do it so well. Yeah. So how did you know sweet these effectively from early we've always had that community aspect and that's kind of translated in organic kind of mm. engagement with influencers because yeah. when i when i find out like how much some of these brands pay for like influencer marketing it's crazy mm. but a lot of like our influencers and engagement you see on socials like we don't pay for that stuff that's mm. literally just genuine people and genuine mm. influencers engaging with the brand and because we're so like receptive to what they're doing, like yeah, I feel like we kind of build that relationship. Mm. And anything that we launch, any new, um, any new like yeah, hustle that we we do in terms of like something yeah. new for the brand, people are engaged in it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's that's the best way. I mean, yeah, I think that I think brands these days pay bare. Yeah, they do too much. They try too hard, and they forget what they really want to do. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Like, you know, I saw an advert the other day. What was it? Um, Samuel Jackson for Hovis. <laughs> Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Mad. Yeah, I mean, it worked. Yeah. I remember it. Right? <laughs> right? It's true. I mean, it's Samuel true. Jackson, yeah, didn't it? You know what I mean? It was, it was strange, though. It was weird. That. It was very, very... Attached to bread. Yeah. Bread, yeah. Hovis, the bread brand. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see it soon. It's mad. It was random. I was like... Mm. But even like the, the celebrity thing is crazy yeah. because um, I remember mm. you can say I think we went viral. Obviously, mm. I was saying before I'm not on TikTok yeah. at all. Yeah, like it's too fast for me. But like my little sister showing me TikTok videos, hundreds of them. Just yeah, we're going down to Juicy Jerk at the time, Sweet D's, and they're doing the crazy videos. It's getting like some of them are getting million views, mm. and I'm just like, like. Mind that blown. is like, it, it's man. Crazy. That's a marketing. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot of that stuff, what a lot of people get their recommendations from yeah. is from, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's from TikTok, TikTok yeah, easy, right? Because exactly. you can see the food, exactly. it's done in yeah. a certain way, yeah. right? And a lot of people want to, you know, get that experience yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to get yourself on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out TikTok. <laughs> Shout out. You might do a campaign with them. Yeah. Never know, never know, never know. Um. So, okay, so. This also was a numbers game. So it's talking about like the revenue, right? Yeah. So obviously year one, yeah. 27,000. And I think this yeah. is why people was like, okay, you're a millionaire. Because <laughs> year four, 570,000, right? Mm. Which is crazy. Mm. So what do you think were some of the steps that led you to to be able to achieve that in four years? I would say we, we've we always reinvested in the brand. Okay. So like, because we haven't been chasing the money, we've mm. always been focused on where we want to be as a brand. Yeah. I feel like earlier on, we realised that there's, I like to say there's a difference between running the business and running the brand. Yeah. Because with a brand, you've also, you've always got to think about, like, you see like how you just said, like, you remember Hovis, like these mm. are brands, you always remember the brand. Mm. Um, So I think that's always been, especially my aim, mm. that's like my kind of, my marketing brain. Yeah. Um, To always position ourselves as a brand not just a business and yes like i feel like reinvesting 
always seeing a business as a brand mm. and just staying focused has kind of got us to seeing that growth because we've doubled our revenue nearly every year. Mm. Like we've we've hit over a million pounds mm. now. So mm. it's just like, what's next? Okay. That's why people think of it. <laughs> <laughs> revenue, revenue. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's the difference. Revenue, people don't know. A, a revenue difference. is not nah, in no, my pocket. Nah, like. that, that is different. <laughs> There's 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 businesses that are doing fifty mil revenue and yeah. they're still at a loss. So yeah. there's a lot to when you get to that mm. bracket, things like paying VAT, mm. things like yeah, cash flow, mm. um, PAYE, mm. it, yeah, it tallies up. So we were like, saying it before, you gotta yeah. make the right moves because yeah. the wrong move now can be real, real deadly. Mm. Yeah, that's mad. That's mad. So obviously on that as well, they was talking about 2022, which obviously was last year, right? Yeah. That you were projected to make 2.5 million. Did you achieve that yeah. target? Yeah. yeah. What's the 2023 target? So <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going for investment soon. Okay. Yeah. So we're actually okay. building the investment pack, okay. which is going to be for our first bricks and mortar set. So we're going, down. Yeah, what, first, outside of Selfridges? Outside of Selfridges. First okay. time I said this as well, actually. Okay, um, that's mad. So yeah, we're going for our first restaurant now. Wow. Yeah. So wait, you got to turn the... Okay, so now it's going to be still being Selfridges, mm. but also a restaurant. Yeah, we're going to have a restaurant. Oh, that yeah. is sick. So we're going to have a event catering, Selfridges. Oh, um, mad. And yeah, a restaurant, okay. 2024. Wow. Okay, why? why? What's happening? Do you know what it is? Oh, congratulations, thank but you, what's going well, on? Thank you, thank yeah. you. It's, it's been a long time coming. Okay. We've always operated mm. in other people's spaces okay. box park selfridges apart from them taking a big commission mm. it we want to be in a place where everything's on our terms okay have our own restaurant if we yeah. want to hold a brunch this is what we're doing mm. if we want to i don't know launch a new menu out and we don't have to get everything approved i feel mm. like we've come at a, a point in our history now where ownership is important mm. and i feel like these these Operating in places like Selfridges, dealing with all our corporate clients, it's amazing for the brand as well. But in terms of ownership and making decisions for ourselves, I feel like a restaurant is needed. Yeah. And our community, our customers have been saying it for years now. My sister is the biggest advocate of our mm. restaurant. It's mm. Obviously, she was working Selfridges like frontline mm. when it was crazy, like last year, busy. And people have just been screaming like when are you guys getting a restaurant and at first we was a bit cautious like because a lot of people are moving away from sit down restaurants now mm. because the numbers are not always making sense mm. um it's a bigger risk mm. um but yeah we're definitely at a time now where it's time to take things in our own hand and open up our flagship store yeah i mean look people are gonna always eat out that's exactly. the way i see it right it. exactly like, if the food is good, the food is yeah, good. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, People right. will turn up. Yeah. And we're going to we're gonna pull out all the stops with this one, man. Yeah, we're gonna, that's we're gonna crazy. We're going to create a, a real experience. So have you already started work? I'm guessing you yeah, have because you're yeah. saying investment for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What what point in 2024? Um, we're looking for summer. Summer, summer yeah, 2024. Summer. Yeah, summer. Wow. Spring, summer. What area? Southeast. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, what you say? Deptford. What's the area? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> So this nah, you see, Deptford, nah, nah, nah. What was, was I saying? Woolwich. Woolwich. You don't know Woolwich. Nah, I don't know Woolwich. Woolwich is all right, though. Woolwich is all right. Woolwich is all right. I mean, it's on Woolwich the Elizabeth line. Near Arsenal. That's Woolwich Arsenal. But oh, not that Arsenal, you see. <laughs> Look at this. See? <laughs> you see? There's Woolwich Arsenal, but not that Yeah, I was... Actually, you know what? You're not completely wrong, because that's actually how... I think that's how Arsenal 
got founded. It used to be okay. in Woolwich. Yes, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. went out to North. So I bailed you out. I bailed you out. I allowed you. Yeah. But um, again, this is a funny discussion that we've been having probably for mm. the last year about where our first yeah. site should be. And I think for a sit-down restaurant, the location is the most important thing. Yeah. And where we've kind of found our nice little niche in central London, mm. Selfridges, mm. I was always an advocate of, yeah, listen, we need to go central. Um, but more more recently, like the team kind of voted against me. So I was in the, what's the okay. word, but you kind of lose the vote. Um, okay. So yeah, we're going to be in South London. Okay. Yeah. I think that Southwest, makes sense. Southwest, go back home. <laughs> we're coming back home. I think that makes sense. Man. Yeah. Central, Central's nice, yeah. but I don't think it is what it used to be. Yeah. It's true, that's true. true. Especially the high street, it's changing completely. I don't think completely. it's the same. Like, I think people nowadays... Staying closer to the to their neighbourhoods, isn't it? Neighbourhoods, yeah. trendy. Yeah, yeah, Not that yeah. people don't want to dress up. I yeah. think people do, but more for special occasions yeah. rather than yeah. all the time. It's true, it's true. Do you know what I mean? And where we've yeah. got Selfridges in Central, I feel like it makes sense to yeah, come back to South. It, right? Southwest, though. Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> Southwest, not Southeast. I mean, you don't know Southeast, so like, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, definitely Southwest. But, yeah. but you probably will come to South yeah. East because yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll be missing a trick. You know what I mean? We got Peckham, yeah. we got Willie, yeah. we got, you know, Couple of Abbey Wood. Just, just Abbey Wood. Saying that's it. the area that, that's what I meant. That's what I've heard. Oh, Abbey okay. Wood. So you know I've Abbey heard, Wood. I've heard okay. of Abbey Wood. Okay, yeah, cool, I've heard of cool. it. <laughs> heard of it. But yeah, next year, man, restaurant's coming. It's coming. It's I love coming. that, man. I love that. I'm looking forward to like seeing, seeing how that, that goes about. So I'm, I was wondering, so for you and your siblings, what do you, what do you think are some of like the principles and habits that you've developed that's like helped you guys like become mm. successful with the business? Mm. What I was saying before about I know it's probably like quite cliche, but like never giving up. Mm. It's easy. It's easy to give up, mm. but I feel like you just kind of got to stay motivated. We've had so much times, even periods where we thought like this is not worth it anymore. Mm. Let's just pack it up and just. Mm. You know what, we've we done well. But I feel like if you've got a vision, you just got to stick to it. And mm. no matter what gets put in front of you, give you an example, like when, when my father passed away, mm. we were running a business, like we was we still are grieving, but we know that he wouldn't want us to give up. So yeah, man, that's, that's definitely a big thing. And I feel like everyone has their own problems or personal issues, but you kind of got to keep that to the side if you really want the business to thrive. Mm. Community, I feel like, yeah, I've said that a hundred times, mm. but it's important, man. And I feel like more now than ever, keeping your community in, in, in your mind and that's inside and outside the camp. Yeah. I think, yeah, man, yeah, your, your brand will flourish if you, mm. if you always have that in mind. Yeah. I mean, you guys have created an amazing brand. Thank you. Obviously, thank like, you, thank you. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I've had the food. Mm. And the product, that's a, yeah, it's true. A lot. Do you know what I mean? Product. Yeah. Don't ever stop focusing on the product. Exactly. You can always do better. You can always improve. Even though, like, even like Selfridges, you've got our menu. It's quite a small menu because I don't know if obviously you've seen it. Mm. Or your wife has seen it. The space mm. is tiny, mm. but which limits a lot of what we can do there. Mm. But the menu that we've got working on for the restaurant, it's crazy. It's going to be much bigger. Crazy, yeah. crazy. How much bigger? Like three times, four times? So, so the. Current space in Selfridges, it's, mm. it's a grab-and-go concept. Okay. So that's why we do, like, wraps, bagels. Okay, yeah. Okay. And even that, that's not really associated with Caribbean food, mm. which I feel like is... More like, in, yeah, yeah, I feel like, like yeah, said, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's done well for us. Mm. But, um, yeah, the restaurant's going to have a lot more items where you can actually just, yeah, like, 
garlic butter prawns things mm. like that where you can probably sit down and mm. enjoy the food mm. so yeah we're, yeah we're excited for that one i love that i love that so you personally as well obviously you've like you've been in the business for like six years yeah and you were telling me offline that you've grown a lot <laughs> there's a lot of things that you didn't know yeah right how's that been for you like that journey of having to like learn yeah. financials yeah. and yeah all of this other stuff it's been hard it's been hard yeah. i feel like when you don't come from like that business background mm. you've got to make a lot of mistakes mm. and when you're running a business and you're making these mistakes they seem so like detrimental sometimes and you mm. feel hard done by it but mm. i feel like you just kind of have to dedicate the time and the energy to teach yourself and mm. know that when you're making these mistakes yeah it's for the better because mm. you have to make mistakes to grow and i know that sounds cliche again but it's funny like a lot of these sayings they're kind of like mm. relevant to us now mm. but um yeah, when you make these mistakes, it just offers more room to grow because mm. you're learning from obviously where you messed up. Yeah. And yeah. at this stage, you still make mistakes. Yeah. But it's got to crack on, man. It's got to move forward. Did you did you ever think that you would be an entrepreneur when you were younger? Was that like any of your goals or is it just. Because um, it seems like it's just happened. Yeah. Yes and no. I feel like I've always had that mm. mind one plus one equals two. Mm. Kind of got to have that formula for a lot of things. Um, it's not hard it's not hard I think a lot of people are entrepreneurs without mm. even thinking it mm, okay. across a lot of things they do illegal and illegal and legal <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if yeah there's a lot of illegal entrepreneurs <laughs> but listen even like there's, there's, there's a math to it yeah. there's always a math to, to is, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like it's just applying yourself to that right mm. um, industry or goal mm. that's amazing man so in terms of impact what's the impact you want to leave on this world when your time's done. <laughs> Impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I was saying before, I feel like a personal goal of ours is mm. to put Caribbean food on the map, put it in a position where yeah, people are celebrating it mm. right next to Mexican food or Indian food. Um, we're not just that novelty of a little takeaway shop in Brixton or anywhere. Mm. Really putting Caribbean food on the market, mm. Where, whether that be for restaurants, uh, pop-ups, events, products, just making sure that, yeah, man, we're just representing our culture, mm. right? Love that, man. Love that, love that, love that. So what, what you got planned next for yourself, personally? Personally? Mm. When you say personally, like, well, as in... Whatever you want to share. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you well, want to share. I've got, got a three-month-year-old daughter. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you're still doing the business. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Three months a day, actually. So um, even that's Congrats. a challenge. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. I've got a little girl, so... I feel like my purpose has changed a bit now. Mm. Well, it has changed a lot. Mm. Um, so my focus is literally, it stems back to the family thing, but mm. I've got someone I've got to provide provide for now. Mm. Um, so yeah, no pressure. The drive is a bit yeah, more Yeah, the drive now. is yeah, more yeah, now. Yeah, the drive yeah, is more. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah just creating a, a future for, for myself and mine. Mm. Obviously the business is going to be hopefully a way of providing that, but mm. as long as that, happens yeah I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to the business love that i love that man and where, where can people find you if they want to know more about and then obviously eat sweet these before yeah, the restaurant comes yeah, out of course. Yeah, obviously selfridges um event catering is something that we do no matter the size of the event um mm -hmm. we do all sorts private corporate yeah. festivals all sorts of all sorts of catering um yeah so just hit us up through the website anything like that mm -hmm. and then yeah one of the team members will, will be sure to to help you out yeah love that man like i said i've said it bare time yeah. you know i love the food people yeah, the food's yeah. great i'm sure if you haven't if you haven't tasted it like yeah it's amazing and 
as well. What I love about your journey is the fact that, you know, I like, I like when people go ahead and do stuff, but they don't actually say, okay, this is the end goal. Mm. And I feel like sometimes when you, you're, let's say, not naive, but you don't have some end goal in mm. mind sometimes. Mm. Mm. You just keep on, you just yeah. keep on going. You don't, yeah. you don't get deflated by yeah. it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You know, you, this is your purpose, but it's not like you said, okay, I want to be in Selfridges. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's yeah. this is the impact that we want to yeah. make. You guys focus on impact. This is what the we're going to do. Yeah, for real, for real. It just brought these other things. Yeah. Where, whereas a lot of people say, actually, you know what? I want to make a million. Yeah. I want to do this, exactly. and if they don't yeah. do that in the first few years, yeah. then they're deflated. like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, deflated. But that that's not what it was for mm. for, for for you and your siblings. So. Yeah, no, that's amazing, man. Just keep it up. I definitely want to have another conversation yeah, with the restaurants out as well. Do it in be, the restaurant in the back. <laughs> that'll be sick. Yeah, that'll be sick. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what is what it's gonna be yeah, like. Ah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, that's mad. Do you have any um final words for the audience as well? Just yeah, just if if you're looking to start a business, just just gotta go at it. If mm. you're running a business and things are not going where you wanna be, just pers- persevere, man, because at every level you're gonna get boundaries and obstacles but you just gotta go through and thank you to everyone that supported us because without everyone that supported us we wouldn't be where we are and the next steps in our journey is definitely for you love that man love that love that thank you so much watchers and listeners to tune in to this episode of take up a swing see you next week Bye.